Hello, everyone, and welcome to yet another episode of It's All About Story. Today, we're very excited because we're going to talk about concepts with none other than Ulf Wenzler. You guys might recognize him for his work at the restaurant, Solsidan. And most recently, Riding in Darkness. He's really one of the greats. And I think we want to begin with just asking the question, what is a cinematic concept or a television concept? And what should it contain? Well, that's interesting because I was going to ask you the same thing. What do you mean by concept? Uh, Because I'm sure it... uh, uh, you know, it, it probably means something that I use, but I, I normally don't use that uh, that word, concept. So what do you mean by concept? What is your idea? My definition of concept would be like the pitch line, like the concept is a girl looking for a guy or I'm trying to think of different movies. Yeah. Something, something does this for this. Yeah, like, like the selling point, the hook, I would say, like the concept of the movie. Yeah. But it's, it's like the uh, the elevator pitch, so to speak. Yeah. Yeah, the basic it's, idea. Yeah. You, you're familiar with the concept of elevator pitch. Yeah, telling the story as quickly as possible and making it sound yeah. good, right? Yeah, in case you run into a famous producer in the in the <laughs> elevator of the hotel, you should be able to tell the story uh, before uh, he gets or she gets out of the, the elevator. So you have like approximately one minute. And uh, yeah. I think, I think that's, um, that's an interesting uh, thing actually to uh, think about, even if you have uh, complex, complex uh, stories, um, because uh, at some, some point you will need to boil it down to something very simple. And of course, some ideas uh, are easier to uh, pitch in that way because, you know, you have like uh, snakes on a plane is probably the the highest concept ever, uh, ever imagined because you have the whole concept of the film in the title. But, uh, you know, on the other hand, you might have a show like uh, The Bear, which, everybody talks about now uh but um it's not really high concept it's a, it's a family story about a restaurant and uh you know the the originality of that show uh is is uh is not possible to cap- capture in a in a very short uh in a few sentences so you know different ideas uh, lend themselves to short short pitching so to speak but um when you when you have your idea, I, I mean, the way I do, I um, I collect ideas all the t- time. Um, and when I have something that I think could be an idea for a TV show or for a film or for a book, because I'm, I write uh, suspense novels also nowadays, then I write it down. I, I j- jot down a few lines uh, in my cell phone. And sometimes it's like a whole paragraph or maybe uh, like 10 lines or something. Some, sometimes it's just two or three, three ideas. It could be something, an idea could be, for example, uh, write a story that different people see as differently as possible. So that different people who have different views and different experiences 
take away uh, as different uh, things as possible from this uh, film, if, you, if, if we say that it's a film. So that uh, when they come out, or, or if you talk to a friend and they have seen this film, uh, you know, they, they should be wondering if uh, they have seen the same film at all. An idea could be that uh, abstract, so to speak. But that's not, you can't pitch that. I think also for your own sake, before you start developing uh, the idea, you have to uh, uh, think about uh, who is the main character. I think we experience stories through the characters. And uh, you need, uh, sooner or later, you need to find uh, who your main character is. Um, so, uh, if I was to work on that idea, I would start to think about, uh, yeah, what would the, would, would the main character be? And then I would try to, uh, you know, when I, when I develop stories for, uh, comedy, uh, TV, I, I wrote a lot for sitcoms long ago. Um, we, we, we talked about paragraphs that we have story ideas, you know, just one line. And then we try to develop them into uh, uh, paragraphs. And a paragraph is like a, th- a three-sentence uh, or four-sentence description of a story where you have a start, uh, a middle, and an end. And that, I think, is what you need to do to have uh, something called a concept. That's the first step, I would say. Uh, we've been talking about this. Uh, could there be a conflict between story and character? When you develop an idea or a concept, how do you know if the character and the story fits together? Well, I, I think you can start in uh, in uh, either end. It's probably possible to go from either direction, but uh, I think I uh, mostly uh, start with some kind of story idea. It's not like I come up with a story idea and then I search and try to find who is is the main character. Um, I think it, it normally comes naturally. Uh, it should, it should, I think. Um, so that you feel that, yeah, it would be interesting to see this type, this type of character in this kind of story. I don't know. Do, do you do any uh, exercises at the school with this? Because quite frankly, what, what you talk about here is, is um, it's not something. I have experienced a lot. Not that I can remember. So maybe I experienced it in the beginning, but um, no. We were, I think we were just having what, a discussion what, the what do they tell you at school? <laughs> oh, they tell us so different. Well, mostly I know who told us, but like it's usually you come up with a great character and then you try to find a story that that character fits in, right? Yeah, I don't remember who said it, but like oh, this serial killer, she does this, but then you come up with the story and you realize, oh, but she would, like, she doesn't, she wouldn't live here, it doesn't fit her. Um, I, I think it, I would say that it's a little bit different if you're uh, pitching a book or a film or a TV show. Uh, when you pitch uh, a book, at least the books that I have written, uh, they're standalones. So they're not part of a, a series. And then you have to have the full story. Uh, and also with a film, I think you need to have, you need to know the full story. Um, but of course, also characters. 
if you're pitching a TV show and you're you're hoping to make something that lasts for several seasons, um, then uh, you might not need to, you know, tell the the long story, the the, the long arcs and so on. Uh, but what you need to show then is uh, okay. We have this set of characters which are really interesting and they have interesting relationships, and we have this. Um, this arena, uh, and then you can give a few ideas of uh, yeah, we could have a story like this. We could uh, you could give some samples of what be the development arts of the of the main characters, but you don't have to uh, you know you're really pitching the arena and the characters. Are they interesting? Then you go to working out the stories. So I think it differs if it's. Uh, a TV show, or if it's a film. Now, with uh, I, I wrote a, a show that's called The Restaurant, a big drama show in Sweden. Yes, it was called Vortid uh, Nu, which was uh, a big hit here in in Scandinavia. And there, you know, the the focus was more on the arena and the characters in the family. It was a family drama, so we described the characters and also how how we got into the show in the first uh, episode. And uh, so I, I tried to, when we pitched it, and I can talk a little bit about pitching afterwards, but um, when we pitched it, I tried to give the people we pitched to at different, uh, you know, uh, networks and streaming services an idea of um, how would it feel to uh, watch this first episode? What would uh, draw you in? And tell them that so that they would feel, okay, if I watch this, I would want to see the second episode. But that was uh, about everything uh, that we uh, I, I talked about in the pitching situation. Uh, then, of course, for that show, we had ideas about long arcs for the characters. Um, but uh, that's not the focus about television. Um and there was another, the, the last TV show I did was uh, is called Riding in Darkness in English, Natritana, uh, which uh, we're really happy now, actually, because uh, Jonas Carlson, who plays the main lead, was uh, nominated for an international Emmy last week. So uh, we're yeah, really, uh, happy about that. Uh, but that was more like, uh, that was a, a Finnish story. So in the pitching situation, we, uh, we pitched uh, the whole story. And, uh, yeah, I, I would say in my experience, um, you know, you shouldn't be uh, counting on just a set of uh, interesting characters to sell you the uh, idea or the, the concept. Um, yeah. uh, I think you need to think of uh, a story as well. Okay. And when you come up with your idea, your story, how would you say, like, from the, the difference between a TV show and a movie, like... Yeah, you spoke about this before, but what is the biggest difference in a Yeah, how would you know if I come up with an idea? How do I know if it's a TV show or a movie concept or idea? I think uh, in my experience, uh, the ideas that I have for TV shows, then it's it's more, like I said, it's more focused around the arena and uh, and the characters. But of course, you need to have, I think in every uh, TV show, you need also to have some kind of backbone story. Uh, and by that, I mean a story that 
even if all the other stories uh, weren't in there, uh, people would watch the show anyway. Um, and I think with the, if you talk about Vortid and New, the restaurant, the backbone story of that show was the love story between uh, Kalle and Nina, a young yeah. uh, Romeo and Juliet story kind of thing. Uh, that has been done a thousand times before, but, um, for a lot of the viewers, that was the reason that they wanted to keep watching the show. And then they were, um, you know, a lot of the other stories sucked them in too after a while, but, but that was, uh, that was the backbone story. And I think you need that for every, for every TV show. <clears throat> so. You will need to think about what kind of stories you're going to tell. I would say uh, the film ideas that I have, uh, because the, I, I feel that a film or the kind of books that I I want to write, they are finished uh, stories. Um, I think that's oh, like yeah. the, for me, that's the uh, the good thing about writing a film or a book is that you can bring out all the drama at once. If you're pitching a TV show, you know that you want it to run for three or four or five seasons, if possible. Uh, and you know that um, uh, some of the things that uh, are really, really dramatic, you can't bring out uh, too early because uh, then, you know, you can't bring the love uh, couple together too early because then the show dies. And that's the... The good thing about writing a film or a book, I think that you can, you can do, you can walk through the whole, um, um, the whole dramatic arc, uh, much faster. And, and the, uh, hopefully the, uh, the experience gets a little, little bit more intense. So that's part of the difference between uh, television and film concept. Do you think it's also a big difference between a comedic and a dramatic concept, how you approach them? Not really. I think all of storytelling, um, there needs to be um, uh, expectation and uh, um, a sense of uh, the unexpected, so to speak. Yeah. A feeling that you, uh, you want to know what's going to happen next, to put it very simply. And you need that also in dramatic. Uh, I think that's the the essence of a dramatic situation. And then you can turn it into comedy or to tragedy. But uh, I think uh, the basic building blocks are often the same. So basically, you could uh, you could make a comedic show out of the restaurant, for example. Uh, definitely, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And you could probably make uh, a tragedy out of uh, Soul Sidon too. Yeah, <laughs> Maybe. yeah, probably. We also wanted to ask you about, because I know in the restaurant, it was another person who came with the idea, but you were yeah. there developing it from the start. And how did you approach that? Did you get, this is a good idea and this is what needs to be done? Or how did you work together? How did the process go? Yeah, it was uh, a guy called Johan Rosenlind who came with the idea. He had himself worked uh, for many years in the restaurant business and he had... Uh, <clears throat> This idea of the restaurant and also uh, uh, it, you know, that it could be a good arena to tell the story about uh, the Swedish golden years, so to speak, from the the end of World War Two up until uh, you know the the 1970s. And he had a lot of the characters uh, who are were in the show. It was structured in a different way, and uh, 
I think uh, Kjell and Nina was not a love couple back then. Oh. Um, so uh, I felt that, like I talked about before, that it was a great idea, but I, I, I felt that we needed this uh, so-called, uh, like, like I call a backbone story, uh, to that everything else could revolve around. And uh, for me, that was uh, Nina and Kalle. Um So uh, that was my idea. And um, I think uh, also I wanted to bring up the, what do you call, servitrice, the, the waiting lady. Waitress. Waitress, yeah, who became yeah. last season the, the social minister. She She got a portfolio in the government um i think that was my idea too with that long arc so to speak yeah and then we worked together but of course the uh the idea from the start was you once and uh his uh his knowledge of this uh environment uh, and of course he had done a lot of uh, research uh, about the 1950s 1960s and so on that was, of course, uh, a big, big part of why the show was a success. Is is it common for some one of the writers or like a, I guess, a consultant and maybe that has a lot of knowledge in the area if you write like a specific, like arena? Yeah, I think it it helps if you uh, if you have someone around that uh, is very knowledgeable about that arena. Of course, still it. it you know, we did a lot of research, and uh, if you're really interested in an, a special arena, then you know, don't hesitate to uh, try to write about it. Even if um, if you don't know too much about it, you can always do research, and you can always find people who know more than you. Um, what you need to do as a screenwriter is uh, is you, you got to know how to tell a story. So uh, that should be your expertise and everything else can uh, can you bring in from others. But of course, I, I think you should do as much research as you can because and then sometimes you still need to uh, uh, ignore what you have found. Yeah. But then uh, you know that you're uh, deviating from the truth and it's uh, it's an informed decision, so to speak uh instead of uh, you know uh not knowing what you write about so i think there's a big difference there do you think there's a big difference between working on a project an idea or a story by yourself and doing it with other people is there a secret to uh, learning that You're compromising and all that i worked as a head writer and sometimes as a showrunner for like 10 years in a row um, starting with uh, Soul Sidan and then moving over a few other shows and then uh, with Vortid Neuf. So I went from one uh, one uh, writer's room to another. And it's a lot of fun to work together. It's also a bit tedious. You know, I, I don't know really if, if there's anything that you need to compromise more if you're uh, in, a, in a writer's room. I guess maybe a little bit more. I think if you're going to be a screenwriter, you're going to have to learn to compromise anyway. And, uh, you know, so there's really no big difference. But for me, I, I felt in the end that um, it was a lot of fun. I worked for six years with Vortid uh, the restaurant, and it was a lot of fun. And we still hang out, uh, me and the, oh. and the people. <laughs> but um, 
you know, with a big project like that, if you're a head writer, uh, a, a big part of your job is to, uh, you know, um, try to accommodate different perspectives. You have perspectives from the the people putting uh, the money on the table, the networks. There were several networks involved. You have the directors, you have the producers, you have the the actors and so on. And of course, also the other people in the writer's room. So a lot of the work was, uh, you know, uh, uh, making a, a trade-off between different interests in the in the in the scripts. And uh, at the end, I felt like uh, I really wanted to sit by myself and just write something just for myself, and just that was 100% creativity. So that's when I decided that I wanted to write the book, which I had uh, dreamt yeah. of for a long time. But that was, uh, you know, that was the opposite um, experience, so to speak. I just had this idea and I wrote it all by myself. And, um, you know, uh, no one uh, had any <laughs> any ideas about it or uh, views on it at first. So, uh, yes, it's pretty different. But... I think if you want to be a screenwriter, you're gonna to have to um, you're gonna to have to uh, learn to compromise and so on. And I think uh, I worked for 25 years now, and I've I've gotten better at it, uh, you know, year by year. But in the beginning, I was uh, I was not good at it. <laughs> and uh, I have to say the best one of the best advices I've ever had was when we pitched. Uh, a show that was called uh, Molanders for SVT. Yeah. And uh, uh, I, I was there in the meeting with uh, the guy from uh, the drama department who had uh, commissioned the uh, development and so on. And we pitched it to the, to the head of drama. And uh, he had read it, of course, and he had some uh, views. And I, start, I tried to, uh, you know, uh, counter these uh, views uh, or questions that he had um, directly in the meeting. The guy who I was there with, um, it was Chris, Christian Vikander, who was uh, later head of drama and also at HBO uh, for a while. Um, he said to me afterwards, you know, Ulf, sometimes when you're meeting like this, you can think that you have like a silver plate with you and you take all the views and all the questions that people have and you put them on the silver plate and you bring them out of the the room and you just say, okay, good ideas. I'll think about this and get back to you. And then you can bring them home and uh, maybe let it lie for a day or two and then think about it again and then you can, you know, um, think about how you want to answer. And I think that was a very good, uh, good advice for me, at least, because when you're in a meeting like that, uh, it's hard to hear, uh, you know, if someone have questions and so for you and uh, your ego might kick in. Yeah. And you want to defend yeah. your ego. And that's not a good idea at that point. Uh, so when you, uh, um, when you take it back with you on the silver plate and you can, uh, you can look at the, the ideas at home calmly 
And you can see uh, that some of them might be good, actually. Maybe they're good ideas. And some you still feel that, no, this is not what I want to do. But then, you know, it has nothing to do with ego. And uh, you can also, uh, you know, it's easy to think then that, you know, all the, uh, the questions and the ideas and suggestions I get, they will help uh, the script get better. And I get credit for that in the end because it's not my name on the, on the script. So, um, yeah, for me, it's been a long, uh, a long, um, a long learning experience uh, managing my ego. Uh, so I, I think uh, maybe for some other people too. Yeah. Is it, I feel like the difference between writing drama and comedy in group, because I feel like if you write comedy, like funny stuff, it would be harder to write with other people because I might find it hilarious and no one else does. Is it harder or is it like the same? In all the pro projects that I have, um, where we have we've had uh, writers rooms we have done different parts of the process together uh but then we have written the the uh the scripts themselves we have written each by ourselves so to speak so uh if i just describe the process with soul sidan it was something it wasn't my idea from the start i, I got the idea from a an american script consultant that we had on another project but it, it was called platform development uh, and then we have this we started with brainstorming ideas like uh four people sitting in a room and just uh you know coming up with ideas crazy or not crazy i think we had uh like 300 of those oh. just one <laughs> Uh, wow. one-line ideas and then uh, we all went through them and uh, each person separately got to vote which ideas uh, do i think we said like uh, each each person get to pick the 50 best ideas and uh, then we just put it together in an excel uh, sheet and uh, the ideas that uh, got the, the most votes was a simple democratic vote really? uh, wow. uh, we uh, developed. So there were some ideas, of course, not too many, but maybe 20 or 30 or something that had uh, four stars that everyone felt were great. And then there were about as many maybe that had three. Uh, I don't remember exactly, but something like this. And uh, there were a lot of with two, of course, and uh, uh, a lot of with just one. So then we... Uh, we took like the 70 or 80 ones that had um, four or three or some two stars. Um, and we worked with them together uh, to make paragraphs of them, you know, like miniature stories, beginning, middle, end, like only three or four sentences. And um, you find at that stage that some of them very easily become three or four uh sentences uh no problem and others uh they just don't just it, it, there's nothing there so we went through them all like that then we had like i think we had like uh, 50 or 60 yeah. maybe and then we voted again for uh the best uh 30 ones because we wanted three stories in each episode and there were 10 episodes for the first season and uh the the 30 that we believe most in, we, uh, 
we started working out as beat sheets, which is yeah. like beats. Uh, you just very shortly describe the beats, and they can be from eight to like 13, 14, maybe if it's a really long story. And some uh, like smaller stories are maybe only four beats, something like that. And uh, all of this we did together. So we, uh, and then we we put the, the the different beat sheets into different episodes. And then we had like which stories goes into which episode. So, yeah. so all the way up on, up up until then we did uh, in the writers' room together. And just brainstorming and, and having fun with them and playing and, and so on. And, but then from there on, we, uh, you know, we, uh, we split up the episodes and said, you're going to write this episode. I'm going to write this episode. And then, uh, we worked, uh, for ourselves like two or three weeks and met again. And each one had read the other's ep- uh, scripts and, and, uh, feedback it on them uh, together. So that's how we work with it. Um, so I've never uh, really sat in a room and trying to write the actual lines, uh, the actual script together with someone else. I could never do that, I think. But uh, some do. I, I know, of course. That's really interesting. I get. I got a new view now. I uh, I assume like the jokes is the hard part, but that's a very democratic way. That's really interesting. Yeah, and it works beautifully. Yeah. Of <laughs> I think the last thing we want to ask you about is. Like the origin, how do you get an idea? How do you get inspiration? What do you listen to? What do you, uh, what do you take it from? I think I take it from a lot of different sources. I listen a lot to crime ports, pods, for example. Um, yeah. and, and you, you can get ideas for stories there, but of course, many of them have, have been used already. I don't know. I, I just, I just write them down. Uh, I, I write. I'm sure I write down five every week and they come from all kinds of uh, sources. It could be something I just see on the subway or one source. I think that I have, that I feel every, every time I read it, I, I get it, the idea for a new story. And that's the, the, you know, in every newspaper, they have this, uh, ask the uh, psychologist page. Oh yeah. <laughs> Where people, uh, you know, write uh, in a question. They have a problem with, and very often it's about relatives, it's about the, the, the person they live with, or it's about the children or about their, um, you know, parents or whatever. You know, each time I read that, I, um, I feel like here's a, here's a story, here's something. And also I try to observe myself when I get really mad by something I hear or read or think about it could be uh you know in relation to my own life or my own work life or when i have those strong feelings i know that there's there's the 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 core of a story there so i think i think you should learn to observe yourself because if you feel if you yourself get really worked up by this then uh you know you you have the opportunity to uh uh, elicit emotion in someone else as well. Yeah. Uh, so I think that's a good idea. And I, I've also noticed with my, myself that, uh, if I'm in a very, um, uh, hardworking phase of a project, like I'm, I'm actually writing the script, uh, or approaching a deadline, then, uh, you know, there's not a lot of new ideas coming in. 
but then uh, if I have uh, you know a week when it's a bit slower and I maybe can go to an exhibition or watch a movie or you know just do do nothing um, that's when uh, when new ideas start pouring in so uh, you should uh, you should uh, learn to to uh, you know um, let your mind work uh, by itself unconsciously sometimes I think that's great advice like look at yourself I never thought about that always looking eavesdropping and all that but you know <clears throat> I um whenever I'm in like you, you get into conflict at work or something like that or you have uh, I have a family with two teenage kids <laughs> and of course I don't want to write anything that that um that you know uh brings out anything that they have said or done and so on but when you teenage when you have teenage kids you, there's a, a constant anxiety that something bad will happen to them and that anxiety is very that's really fruitful you can really use that i maybe that's why i write thrillers nowadays because i can so easily imagine uh super bad things happening all the time yeah that was the last question right yeah i think we've talked about all the subjects we want to talk about and we want to thank you very much yeah thank you so much for joining us you gave in a lot of new points to think about thanks for having me it's been a pleasure